Hey everyone, welcome to the Oasis Podcast. I'm your host, Miss AJ. Thanks for tuning in. An Oasis is something that provides refuge, relief, or pleasant contrast. And that is exactly what you will find tuning into the Oasis Podcast. This is a space where I and special guests will be cultivating intentional and honest conversations about life's journey. Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and watch us on YouTube now. Hey y'all, welcome to another solo episode of Things I've Learned to Be True. On this episode, I want to talk about befriending exes. Don't do it. (laughs) And the fact of the matter is, I know it can happen, so this is not a never, because I don't believe in absolutes, I don't believe in nevers, I don't believe in always type statements however I think it's very unlikely that those dynamics can be fruitful that hold on there's a catch I still believe that is unlikely and not a good idea to be friends very early on in the breakup however it is a doable thing after both individuals have processed the relationship and I think that's the essential piece of it so quick little story time you know I love story time so I'm gonna share a story you all know I talked about my breakup my last breakup and for that breakup I you know I had marked it as one of my adult breakups the most adult breakup I've ever had <laughs> you know we sat down we had conversation you know while we broke up well one we were living together so you know he had to, some things to iron out before he could leave and so that left us in a very awkward place of like living together but not being together so we had a lot more opportunity to speak to each other after the breakup However, even after, you know, he moved out, I thought it was going to be a good idea to be friends. And I thought that because one, it wasn't some, well, not for me. It wasn't some like traumatic breakup. It wasn't some crazy thing that happened to make us break up. I wasn't traumatized by it. I wasn't hurt or anything of that nature. It really just was a realization that the relationship wasn't for me and things were transpiring that did not feel right to my spirit. And it hadn't, there's several things that hadn't felt right to my spirit for a little while, but I kept trying to process it and think through and rationalizing it and making sure that it was not my trauma and it was actually my intuition, right? And, you know, so that took some time to really process for me. So, Though things were sitting with my spirit for a little while, I wanted to make sure, again, it was what I thought it was and not, okay, me acting off for trauma. But as things started to progress, things started getting gradually feeling, feeling not so good, but also gradually started escalating in certain ways. And so outside of that fact, nothing super duper disgusting happens. And I say that based off of my previous um, relationship which ended very nastily you know I was just like all right you know I don't I don't I don't I still to this day don't think my ex I'm talking about my most current ex I don't think any of my exes are bad people to be honest with you we just weren't for each other and we got what we needed from each other and moved on but this particular ex, I didn't think I still don't think he's a bad person so I was just like you know what I'm going to extend friendship now This is not something that I feel like I've done in the past or have worked for me in the past when, so it it wouldn't necessarily be my extension per se, 
nine my adult relationships you know a little dumb shit when you're like really young you're like oh we could be friends though because you don't want to hurt that first feeling it was nothing like that and again this was the first time i extended a friendship to an ex as an adult without thinking you know feeling like some pity shit so you know did it thinking it's gonna be fun you know what i'm saying we're gonna be good <laughs> i was wrong <laughs> And you know the cycle of breaking up, right? They say men go through a process and then women go through a process. But for women, it's like we start out angry. You know, we're mad, we're crying. And then like in a week or two later, we're running in a rain, in a freaking field with rainbows and butterflies. No, I started out and I started out, not necessarily started out in a field with rainbows and butterflies, but you know, I was hurt by it because I did have expectations for the relationship. I didn't. I didn't want it to go that way. However, I did feel in my spirit it was going to go that way from the beginning. And so, yeah, I still was grieving the relationship and I allowed myself to grieve it. So I was I was sad, but I wasn't like I was in other breakups. You know, I was okay. I was at peace with the decision. So I felt good about it, but I still grieved it, right? But to the point where I was able to control my feelings. I was able to control my emotions. And interacting with this particular ex, he was still in that state of very emotional and everything. And I thought we could work through that, you know, by me being very rational and <laughs> me holding space for him so that he can speak about his feelings and thoughts and stuff. But I learned very shortly and soon after that that was not a good idea because I then became I then became a cup for him to vomit his feelings and emotions in. Now, at first, I was like, you know what, it's fine. I did hurt his feelings and, you know, I cared about him enough to give him that space. But then it became overwhelming and I made that clear and it was kind of like, you know, if I don't talk to you, who, you should talk, who am I going to talk to? And I was just like, you should talk to your therapist or friends, family, someone else other than me, right? And I said, there are some things that, you know, if you do have questions about, I don't mind us speaking about it, but us being friends is not like every time we speak to each other, we need to be rehashing the relationship, nor should we be speaking daily. Like I felt we were talking more than when we were together. And that's just, that to me, that was like super fucking weird. And you know, I, I tried to make sure that I honored my feelings and honored their feelings. But what tends to happen for me is I get absorbed into other people's stuff. And because I feel very deeply, and some people want to call that, you know, being an empath, which I feel a lot of people are throwing that around, even though I know that's something that I am, but I just feel ugh, saying it because so many people throwing that shit around, but being an empath and being anxious are not the same thing. Some people, I think, mix that shit up, but I feel very deeply. And I thought because we weren't living together that I would be able to manage that you know, we would interact with each other a few times a week and I thought I'd be able to handle it. And I couldn't, I, I just couldn't. And plus it was very early on in the pandemic. So I was dealing with that shit. It was just a lot. And so, you know, I put up my boundaries and I said, hey, you know, we can't, I said, I understand we could be friends, but not in this way. I don't want to be talking to you every day. But suffice to say, it didn't go well. <laughs> and so I went from being pretty okay to being angered because I felt that I was extending grace. I was extending my friendship, which again, I don't extend friendship to just anybody. And I think, I, and I really want people to understand that I don't have a lot of people I call friends. I don't give that title to a lot of people um, because I take friendship very seriously. And friendship to me is just as important as any other relationship you have, an intimate relationship. You let those people into your lives, you give them pieces of yourself. And so I don't take it I don't take it lightly. I am invested in my friendships. And 
I think that this ex really was trying to use that bridge of friendship to turn it into a bridge of reconciliation of like, oh, look what I did. Don't you see I'm growing? Hey, see me. Look, look, look. And I won because I wanted to be his friend and me being your friend, I'm gonna be honest with you and be truthful with you. But two, I also needed to honor my feelings. So I, you know, had conversations whenever things would come up, but I made sure to sit down and think about them. I didn't just spit, you know, just, just, just spit out whatever I was thinking. And it wasn't received well. And I knew why it wasn't received well. I knew it wasn't going to be received well because the person was still very much so in their, in their emotions, in their head. They had a lot going on, which I understood. And I wanted to be there for them because at the time they felt they didn't have people, even though I felt that they did, but that's a whole nother story. They just didn't want to lean on those people. And he couldn't see what I could see. And, and again, that's just me being who I am. I have just this type of foresight ish anyway. You know, we'll get into another conversation about that, which is more about the spirituality piece. But I was able to see that. I was able to feel it, you know, and all this stuff. And so trying to like guide, I'm like, hey, you know, this is not gonna be healthy for you. It's not feeling good for me. How about we dial it back or whatever? And you know, we got, we engaged in more conversation. There was some efforts made. But then essentially it just kept rebounding and going right back. And again, I still tried to to hold it in, suck it up, whatever, until we met, met our threshold where this person felt that I was entitled, you know, like he was rather entitled to my time, entitled to, and I felt like I was supposed to speak to him and engage with him. And when I didn't, he, he called himself telling me about myself <laughs> which was so funny but um I learned that unfortunately I don't like these type of phrases but it's a fact at times unfortunately but no good deed goes unpunished and my spirit told me he was not ready for what I was offering and I should have been more definitive when I had made my you know when I made the offering but at the time I really didn't think it through to be honest but as I was going along, I should have been more definitive as opposed to, you know, still trying to, to 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 ease it in or just be kind to the person and not fully being kind to myself. And so that allowed this person to feel right that he could say these things to me and, and, and go about things in a way. And I can easily chalk it up to, you know what, this is his personality. He does shit like that because he does. But it's up to me to allow you to continue to do that shit. And these are the things that I that I meant when I said, you know, things were happening and escalating in our relationship that I was no longer okay with. And I'm like, why am I dealing with that? I'm not even with you. Why am I having relationship problems when I'm not in a relationship? <laughs> and so I really had to sit back and go, no, I'm not doing this. And the fact of the matter is, my presence is a gift. You can call it cocky, that's okay. But I know what I bring to the table. And people can have things to say about me. I don't think people are gonna have a lot to say about me, but I know the most common things to say about me is I might come off as selfish and I've talked about that in previous episodes about my values and you know things that I've learned or whatever and why it comes off that way. I might come off as selfish or I might, I don't know if they will say that now to be honest, but I might be a little judgy or come off judgy, but again, in a previous episodes, I addressed that. It has everything to do with survival and 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 it's not processed in a way that people think it is or exact coming off as they think it is. But 
one thing that people won't say, those who really know me, and this is exes alike, is that I'm an intentfully hateful person, that I'm here to crush spirits and souls, <laughs> that I am just a person that wants to inflict harm and pain on people. I'm not that person. And when I care about you, I care the fuck about you. When And even when we're not necessarily together or in a particular space that I would like us to be in, I still will extend all the branches or just check in or whatever the case is. But the thing is, is when I care about you, I care about you. When I ride for you, I ride the fuck for you. Like I ride hard for you. And, and I think that because I am a particular way, especially when we're in a relationship, people they take that for granted that's one two though this particular ex he's never seen a particular side of me well outside of our last fight because i tried to keep that side of me at bay but i had to really sit down with myself and be like look here you know this person is not appreciated in your presence so let them feel your absence and that's something that's a that's a lesson an old lesson that i had learned later in life rather. And where it used to be done vengefully and hatefully, there is a way to do it for for good, right? And for my sanity. And so that's what I decided to do. And so when this when when my ex decided he was telling me about myself and gonna, t you know, because I didn't wanna speak when he wanted to speak and he thought I was being rude and <laughs> when I wasn't even thinking about him, to be honest, I literally wasn't. So everything I said to him was not in a malicious way because I wasn't even processing the, the situation in, in a way to even, in that particular way at all. So I just, I left it on red and just kept it pushing. And after that situation, I really sat down, I thought about it, I meditated on it. And I realized that that was my fault and I can't even blame the person. You can't blame someone for acting how they act. You can't blame someone for being who they showed you they were you can't you can't do that like that to me doesn't make sense right you have to be accountable when someone shows you who they are you believe them when spirit good whatever you want to call it tells you something ain't for you listen to it don't sit on it and hope for something different and just keep it pushing and the thing is, it's uncomfortable either way. It's uncomfortable to stay in a situation that you don't feel good in, and it's uncomfortable to leave it. And I think we struggle with that. I know I struggle with it a lot. But either way, you're going to have to go through it to get out of it. And it may, I, when, in my processing, I realized that, like, you know what? You were feeling this way in a relationship. You decided that, you know what, you didn't want to abruptly end a relationship because that's how you that's how it ended. But what you did is you just gave another limb. You gave another extension and access to you when you knew that that person didn't need that and you shouldn't have given it, right? Again, not because this person is a bad person or anything like that, but the fact is this person was in a place in their journey where you were not going with them and they were not going with you on your journey period and i knew this spirit told me this i was very clear about it I've, i said it to them several times whether they recollect it or not because people have an interesting way of you know creating their own narratives but i knew this and i felt this but i still i gave an extension and the longer i was in this person's life in this capacity the longer they were going to hold on and not go and follow their truth and do what they needed to do for themselves. And that is mainly why, you know, I'm saying don't 
don't do it. And especially not in that time period. Don't do it right after the, a breakup because the reality situation is y'all ain't over it. It don't matter how bad that relationship was, you still gotta grieve. And one person is probably still in love. Both of y'all might still be in love or having feelings for the other person. So it's best to really get rid of those feelings. And I don't mean ignore them, push them down, but really get over those feelings. Purge that, purge that through whatever you need to do. You need to cry, yell, scream you know go to therapy whatever to do that be able to be accountable for your part in the demise of the relationship right whether again you did some fucked up shit or you just didn't act on shit right either either or and acknowledging you know where things went wrong or even even acknowledging and honoring things that went right and just because you there were things that went right doesn't mean the relationship was for you or that person was for you and so I think for me, I for the majority of the relationship, I kept sitting on the fact that, oh, he's a nice guy. There were other things about him that I didn't care for. There were things that I definitely noticed that was not for me. But I kept saying, you know what, he's a nice guy, right? And then that started to kind of, that started to be reason for me to not want to act on certain things. And again, I've had this conversation with him plenty times even though he has a different narrative that he's painted in his head and it's cool because I'm, I'm not I'm not of the business of changing no one's mind that ain't no I'm not doing that because I know what it was I know what it wasn't and it's okay for people to think whatever they think you know and it's fine because at the end of the day I know my heart and those who really know me know my heart but the fact is I don't suggest it I don't think it's a good idea I think that time needs to happen to heal now am i saying that in the long run you can't be friends no i'm not saying that at all i'm saying don't be friends right after a breakup give time to purge and by time i mean a few months to a year or so <laughs> like because it takes just that long now i've been able to become friends with an ex i don't even consider friendship let me let me i don't believe in your ex being friends. I'm sorry. I just don't. That's just my thinking. I feel like I've, I have mentioned that in previous um, podcasts. However, can y'all be cordial? Yes. I don't have any ex that I'm like, hey, buddy, you know, we can we call each other, shoot the shit, see comes up. No, I don't do that. Now, on birthdays, hey, happy birthday. God bless you. You know, or some random holidays. Sure. Random yearly check-ins. Okay you know but to be like you're my friend I think that that's odd I think it's for many reasons I think it's odd it makes I think it makes things a little weird for me right and I, again I have my reasonings and which I would in which I, I feel like I've mentioned and addressed and so for me doing this was something brand spanking new that I was actively trying to be a friend with someone and it really took which is funny I was very like headstrong about it. Okay, we're gonna be friends. We're gonna work on it. Boom, boom, boom. It took two two people that made me really re rethink about it. One, not only was the fact that you know my ex was really blowing my shit, but my bestie, you know, he made me think about it. Like why? Which was after the fact. After afterwards, I told him, you know, what happened. He's just like, why would you allow the person this access to you, right? Like, you knew how you felt during. Why would you allow them access? And it's like bruh I knew this shit you know like fuck you know but it took you know him to stay there for me to really process it in that particular way and someone that I was chatting with real randomly on a fucking um dating app and it, it went absolutely nowhere outside of the app but 
him and I had a back and forth like about being friends with exes and this whole thing. And I found myself defending it. But in me defending, I realized that shouldn't even sit right with me. What are you defending? You know what I mean? Like, why are you defending the right to be friends with somebody that you had a relationship with that didn't work? That to someone that you're one, you're trying to, you know, get to know on that level. But let's throw that person out because that person is irrelevant. Why are you fighting to keep a relationship with someone who you had a relationship with that didn't work, right? And yes, you can be accountable for your part, but they also did some shit that made you not want to be with them. And so that made me go, what are you doing? Like, this ain't even you. And that's for me, not one of the things that I hold as important to me. Ex being a friend is not one of them. I think they provide more complications than benefit. And it's an unneeded stressor because think about it. It don't matter how much you've connected. It don't matter how much that love that was there. It didn't work out. This person hurt you or you hurt them or y'all hurt each other. The time, the effort, whatever it is that you needed and wanted, that person did not provide or couldn't provide or any gave a certain portion, whatever the case is. So why, if they couldn't do it in that way, you were expecting them to provide something different when y'all weren't together. And I realized that I was just setting myself up for failure. And again, this was all after the fact in hindsight, but you know, he showed me, you know, <sighs> why the decision wasn't best to begin with. Because again, you're given an extension of yourself and this person feels entitled to. And again, they're gonna show, they're gonna keep showing you why you didn't wanna be with them. And again, he showed me this is why, right? Like you think you're entitled, you think I have to give you and I have to do when especially now I absolutely don't have to. So I say as my my gem, as things I've um, learned to be true, my truth moment, do not befriend an ex, especially right after a breakup. It served no purpose. But I'm gonna leave you all with this. If it was meant for you, and, and I say that spiritually, if you are religious in whatever way, if you believe in the universe, if it was meant for you, it would be for you. Do not try to keep holding on to something God has purposely taken out of your life. Till next time. For this episode's Connection Corner, I leave you with this post from Soul Guidance from Instagram. And it reads, you're going to hit a point where you're no longer interested in convincing people that how you feel and who you are is valid. And decide that as long as you know your truth and what works for you, that's all that matters. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of The Oasis Podcast. I hope you were able to find something that resonated with you on your journey. Don't forget to subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and YouTube. Rate us and leave us a review and comment on Apple Podcasts or iTunes and YouTube. Share your favorite episode and like us on Instagram and Facebook. If you have any questions, comments, want to be a guest, or have show ideas, contact us at ajsoasis at gmail.com. That's A-A-Y-J-A-Y-S-O-A-S-I-S at gmail.com. Or direct message us on Instagram or Facebook.